0: A fam production. Furniture and mattress.
1: Fam.news.
0: You know, is it mattress in a box? Is it bed in a box? I don't know which one it is, but I know this. There's a lot of conversation around it right now. What are you doing with that? Are you making beds in the box? Are you storing them in back rooms of your stores? We're going to talk all about it in 60 seconds.
2: Welcome to the Dos Marco Show with Mark Kinsley and Mark Quinn, where mattress and furniture leaders gather to grow, get the inside scoop, tell stories, and take tequila shots. Oh, tequila. The galaxy's greatest mattress podcast has liftoff in 3, four, 2, 1...
1: Headlines up on fam.news right now. Columbus Mattress Wholesale names a new CEO. And I love this one. Omnichannel Optimism Beds Express succeeds without e-commerce. We got to hear from Austin, all those articles up on fam.news. And of course, the brand new podcast, The Fam Marketing Show, with its own newsletter, Shake Your Marketing Moneymaker, every Friday. You don't want to miss that. So be sure you're subscribed to fam.news and shoot us a text and we'll uh, keep you plugged
0: in. What's up, Quinn? You know, a lot's up, Kinsley, but you know what is most important? Two things. Austin Bond, loved hearing his name. Can't wait to read that. Uh, Number two, very fired up for this marketing podcast. I think the concept is awesome. I think you are a average, mediocre talent on air. Adrian is going to make you look brilliant. That's what I think.
1: Hey, it's all about... (laughs) You I know, think you're brilliant. Like really, your,
0: yeah, you know that I'm teasing. I think Adrian's going to be awesome for you. You, you guys are going to crush it. I'm teasing.
1: Quinn, I'm not above getting my picture taken with a celebrity <laughs> just so I can look cool because I'm with a celebrity, okay? And that's Adri- that's what happens I, when I'm on screen with you and with Adrian, and nah, I'm okay with it.
0: Nah, me so much, Adrian. I think you know. Problem is, everyone's going to love Adrian more than they love us. Love us, which I think's probably already happened, and so uh, we both may be out of a job. But just. Look, if you're going to replace me with another mark, I'd just like to meet them first and make sure I have some sign off on that. That's all.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think you're going <laughs> to drop the gloves right then and there. Well, you're yeah, screwed. With another you got You you, can bring with another another mark. Mark in.
0: you can't bring a bill in and let, it's those marcos like that doesn't work. So I've tried to limit your options. That's what's happened. But anyway, uh, it's great to see you, my friend. Um, hey, bed in the box. So right. So have you have you noticed a shift, Mr. Kinsley? of bed in the box versus mattress in the box. It used to be BIB, everything was BIB. Now I'm starting to see MIB. I'm like, MIB, what is that? That's mattress in a box. I'm like, wait a minute, who officially changed it from BIB to MIB? But anyway, that's what's happening, so.
1: Well, I think that I know a little bit about the the backstory of this.
0: Mm, Tell me. So
1: bed in the box is a registered trademark to bed in the box. That's true. And so if you're using that on your site or in your advertising, that could be trademark infringement because bed in a in a box is actually a brand name, and so a lot of people move to mattress in a box or uh, boxed beds. Uh, yeah, so I've seen all the acronyms and, and heard all the different variations on it, and it's interesting because there's been such a dramatic shift to manufacturing and shipping mattresses and warehousing mattresses in this type of um, in this type of environment, I guess. Um, Whereas in the past, you know, mattresses were made, they were bagged up, they were flat packed, and you know, off they went. Um, Now we have compression technology, uh, through amazing mattress machinery that puts them down in this little burrito box. And you know, companies are getting it smaller and smaller. I remember talking with Mark Desjardins from C3, and over at the ISPA Expo, and they had this box that I I mean, it was pretty easy to pick up. Now, if it would have actually had a king size mattress in it, it would have been heavy. But it was about, I mean, it was about half the size or so of, of the regular uh, boxes that, that they were putting beds into. And so this, as this technology evolves, it, it really starts to make you wonder, you know, what's going to happen in this space? And how are the logistics going to um, really change the manufacturing process permanently because of the logistical advantages?
0: Did you hear about the Elite Comfort Solutions bed in the box? You can put it in a backpack and then you take it out and then you add water and it grows like those sponges in your bathtub. You're making stuff up, but I like it. (laughs) How do you know? Can you you just, is it the look on my face? I thought I sold that. All right. So that's not true. Be cool if it was though.
1: You um, put it in a glass of water like one of those little superhero <laughs> pills, rough. and all of a sudden the next day you come back and it grows.
0: And there, it holy is. crap! I got a bed in my in my room now. That's incredible. Um, no, you know, so Mark, the, the the gosh, I mean, so we've all been around, right? I remember, gosh, Ed. I can't think of his last name at the minute at, at the moment, and I'm I'm so sorry. He Used to be with Rastonic, actually. Um, anyway, so he was doing some stuff with China. This is I'm telling you, 15 years ago, and this was before mattress in a box was big. And then um everyone was like, Oh no, that's not gonna work, it's not gonna recover. And then people are like, Oh, but it is, and we had to find fabrics that would recover better. And then the evolution, and then you had Michael Fuchs, he was putting it in Costco and Sam's, and then you saw started seeing stuff on shop television, and then you move forward, and now the direct-to-consumer stuff and bed in the box guy. like the evolution of the bed in the box or the mattress in a box has come so far. And here we are. And like, I think there's a lot of questions around, okay, so the box size, it's one thing, right? So that's a big thing going forward. Innovation could happen there. And I think people are working on it, to your point. But the other one is like, so what's the place? So it costs more, Mark, to make a bed and roll pack it and put it into a box because you have the roll pack process. It slows down production. And then you have a box that you have to pay for to put it in, right? So it's not cheaper, but it could be cost effective for you depending on your business model, right? So if you're loading up a trailer and you can get, you know, 50 to 100% more product on a 53 foot trailer, that's a huge benefit. If you can do it in a warehouse, if you own the space and you're like, there's warehousing space, there's delivery truck space. If you've got a store, there's back of the room space. What's your strategy going to be? Do you have a fixture in your store? Like, how are you selling bed in a box? What's the Boipa strategy? Buy online, pick up in store. Like, there's so many things. And then what are the product limitations, right? So how thick of a bed do you really want to put in a box? What are the price limitations or sensitivities? How high can you go selling a mattress in a box? Uh, What's recovery time? Are we going to start having born on dates, Mark? four mattresses in a box so like if you it's like the the beer nowadays right how smart were they well it was manufactured a month ago like back in my day we're like a month like give me something a year old i'll still drink that beer right Um, so drink on drink by dates. Are we going to have sleep by dates on mattresses in a box? There's so many questions, but I have good news. We're going to have all the answers in the very near future. Where's your head? Does it spin out like mine? Like all these questions that don't have answers, or if they do, you ask five different people the same exact question. You get five different answers. Go. Just
1: go take a spit breath out on that. Go
0: ahead. Just need
1: to, look how red my face is. Surely that's not my enduring sunburn that refuses well, to go away.
0: Well, it was from having to listen to me rant for
1: like it last two minutes. But anyway. You you seem to have a lot of questions about this world. I almost just see it as the evolution of, of the way products are going to be developed, shipped, and unloaded in a consumer's home. Uh, you know, I remember looking at data years ago that, you know, by the year 2026, you know half of all units were going to be roll packed. Well, we hit that early. You know, I think I think we're probably there in terms of the number of units. I'm not just talking about being sold online. I'm just saying that units that actually get rolled. And so, if you're doing volume at the lower end, it makes a lot more sense to roll roll these beds. So it's just it's almost like a foregone conclusion to me. I don't have I, I think as many questions about uh, where that world shakes out. I think it continues to trend in that direction. I think, you know, at the medium and lower price points, you're going to have, um, you know, those units, it's almost like going to become a mandatory for them to be, you know, roll packed in, in many cases. Um, whereas, you know, at the affordable luxury to luxury price points, I think there's probably a little bit of a skepticism on, on the part of the consumer, uh, about, you know, is that actually going to hold up? Uh, you know, if you're getting a 16, 17 inch bed inside of one of these roll pack machines, I think a lot of them with with good materials that you would put into a bigger profile mattress like that are going to struggle to actually you know, compress and fold and roll and stay rolled and recover properly and not have border panels with wrinkling issues and all that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it really comes down to what part of the market you're going to play in. And, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of people, you know, even even our customers were like, hey, can you make a roll pack, you know, Englander mattress? And so we did it. And that was just because some, you know, some of the independents we have, they operate with smaller footprints, they have smaller warehouse space, they had people wanting to do cash and carry, you know, from their store, they wanted to do contactless delivery during COVID. And you can't leave a mattress that's, you know, fully inflated on somebody's front porch and just walk away. Uh, So there were so many logistical advantages to moving into programs like this and then of course you know the consumer you know sees it online buys it online gets it to their house and if you have a good experience with that they're cool with it you know so we even when, did some research and we remember we looked at the research about people oh that yeah. bought online 81 percent were happy with having bought online and didn't plan to do anything differently in the future um which and then is we a saw big number more than it's a big number then we saw that more than half of people that bought at a sleep shop or a furniture store we're saying, hey, next time, you know, I, it's likely that I might actually just, you know, skip that process. So I think that's where having your hooks in the water in as many places as possible really becomes a good piece of your strategy. Is meeting the consumer where they are.
0: Yeah. So, so where do you think it goes, Mark? Do you think like bet in the box in terms of oh delivery system, right? So do you think someone walks into a furniture store? and they see a mattress flat on a bed frame in a store and then they buy that bed they test that bed and then it gets shipped to their home guy brings it in in a box and unboxes it and and puts it out is that a, a reasonable experience for the consumer or when they come into your store you're like hey listen here's the bed and by the way just so you know like how 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 much of the business do you think At brick and mortar specifically, do you think is going to be eventually, is every bed on a floor going to be bed in the box, mattress in a box at some point? Uh, I mean, every bed I think might be a bit
1: of a stretch in my mind, uh, just because of the kind of the reasons I describe. Um, I think you're going to get compression technology uh, on the manufacturing side that could handle these monster mattresses. But, But one of the other constraints just comes on the logistics side of things in terms of paying the overages to ups and fedex uh, to be above the 150 pound weight limit or the 130 uh, total box inches so once you get beyond that you're going to have to start paying heavier fees uh, whereas it's going to be a much more cost efficient i think to to you know have that uh, as a regular mattress and ship it out of a warehouse make sure it's set up properly make sure there's no product quality and damage issues from shipping it to the consumer's house and making sure that that somebody has from a delivery team, eyes on that. It's just a different little bit of an experience. And if you think back to the history of the industry, it's one of the reasons that we've been so insulated for so long and so um, resistant to major disruption was the regional nature of ma- making and manufacturing and delivering mattresses. It's a heavy product. You know, mom and dad were either strapping it to the top of the station wagon, or you talked to guys like James Perez years ago who were walking around door to door and his dad had his flatbed pickup truck out front stacked high with mattresses and saying, we've got one for you right here, right now. So we've been insulated for a long time. And and this definitely has been one of the most, probably the most disruptive thing to happen to this industry uh, while also being, you know, something great for people that uh, want to get their mattresses quickly. So depending on your operation, gosh, you know, look at, look at Walmart. You know, I'm right here in Bentonville, Arkansas. walmart's in my backyard if you go over to store 100 you know they built on but it wasn't because they needed more shopping space for consumers they built on because they needed to turn that store into a bigger warehouse and they've got a drone flying over my house every day carrying boxes all around now i say that just to kind of reinforce this idea that store as warehouse as a concept i think is is really interesting um now furniture business, bulky items, the efficiency of having warehouse, things like that. But if you're a sleep shop and you could turn it into one footprint, you could do cash and carry. There's a lot of there's a lot to be said for putting it in the back of the ter cell versus having, you know, Jim and Andy load it up in the truck and be one of, you know, 20 deliveries today. You're out the door, you save that delivery cost.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And I and I think so building on what you just said, I think what's gonna drive it. Kinsley is, uh, costs considerations, right? So it's efficiency. So it's the cost to cube out a truck. It's delivery, it's surcharges on fuel, it's containers coming from foreign countries, it's back rooms, it's, Hey, if we can consolidate warehouses and we can max out our cube, it's technology on, the different types of foams, because now certain people will tell you that it's got to be this density to be in a box, or it's got to be this density to be in the box. Um, so I think it's as technology and the raw materials improve, and we get, you know, we we better understand how to manufacture it the right way. I think there's still some learning in that. Um, if you ask people that question, like what's the shelf life of a mattress in a box? like That's one of those questions you get like five answers when you ask five people. Um, and so I'm always like, what's the testing? What's the data saying? So I think costs are going to drive a lot of it. Uh, and then I think the consumer is in a sense, right? Like when all this first started, you know, a mattress in a box, like I'll never forget like doing qualitative research when I was back at Leggett and I had people lay down on a foam bed. And they, and this was back when Tempur was out and they were crushing it and, and still are, of course, but it was early for Tempur and they laid on it and they felt memory foam and they, I immediately identified that with a, Tem- a Tempurpedic. pedic And then I said, would it surprise you to know that that mattress came out of that box? I would spin them around in their chair and they saw the box and they're like, no freaking way. Is it possible that that came out of that box? So, but now fast forward, I think people like, like that idea is and there's been so much business being done. I think the concept is more accepted. Therefore, price sensitivity, I think people would tell you, well, you don't want to go much over $1,500 for a mattress in a box because consumers don't want you know, necessarily a really nice bed delivered in a freaking box. That's not the experience we're after. But I wonder now that it's becoming so common for beds to be sold that way, does that even move north? So two things to react to uh cost will drive the concept and consumers acceptance given the amount of time in the market will allow people to push mattresses in a box in a higher price point thoughts on those those things those two things actually overlap in my mind because if you
1: can push the cost you know let's call it the ticket so if you can push the ticket higher for a mattress in a box you can go north of 1500 you can start getting up into 2,000 luxury price points. Uh, if the consumer is going to accept that, the economics of selling them that product in a box are probably going to be more beneficial to the manufacturer or the retailer. So yes, if you can push those numbers north of $1,500, 2000 uh, and the consumer accepts it, then I think people would absolutely, people companies would absolutely go in that direction uh, because of the cost savings. Now, that kind of begs the question of, okay, let's do a purest. Uh, uh, let's let's do a purest um, Excel spreadsheet on, in its purest form. If you're going to manufacture a mattress in a box and get it to somebody, what really are the all-in costs? And in its purest form of just doing, uh, let's call it a regular mattress, and yeah, you know, giving it to the retailer and the holding costs and delivery costs and all that. I um, same product. You can put them both in boxes. Which one is gonna be cheaper to deliver? I mean, guessing here, but I'm guessing it's gonna be... um, Now, there's another layer to that. Now, is the retailer selling it through their website or is the manufacturer of the mattress selling it through one of the brands that they own in a D2C website capacity? So if it's the manufacturer selling one of their brands online, Um, with the cost to to acquire a customer being so high. And one time we heard it was $250 just to get, you know, a customer to come into your mattress website and buy. Like, what are those all-in costs versus the all-in costs of kind of going regular through retail with a a regular, let's call it a a mattress that's just, you know, uncompressed. Um, I don't know that cost stack, but you're right. The economics of that conversation are going to drive the market because we're going to market to the consumers in such a way that get them to adopt uh, whichever direction we want that to go, and it seems that we've been very successful at that over the years because it is a infrequent purchase. When people come back to the market, they start paying attention. They're like, "Oh, a lot has changed. Surely it's changed. It's been ten years since I bought a bed, or hopefully seven
0: You know, in, in, yes, I, I, I think it is going to change. And listen, that stat you talked about earlier, where eighty percent of people, or whatever it was, are okay buying online. They had a good experience. Aren't they already kind of proving the concept out, right? So the mattress in a box concept, a uh, high degree of satisfaction. I don't think the consumer is as concerned about it as they used to be. I would like to see the data, Mr. Kinsley, that shows us where the price sensitivity is. And since we're Totally in the research field these days, maybe we should do that, right? What is the price sensitivity to a mattress in a box? Can you put a $3,000 mattress in a box? Is a customer going to be okay with that as long as it recovers well? I'm interested in that answer.
1: I've seen data around it. And look, I mean, that's not where the volume is done. So, you, you know, whenever you start talking about higher price points, you're thinking margin dollars. At that point, and you know, it's just that's not where that's not where the volume play is. So, are customers sensitive to it at that price point? Well, number one, you're talking about, I mean, two thousand dollars plus. You're talking about like twenty two ish percent of buyers, uh, is what I would guess. You know, based on that's changed over the years, but I've seen some da- data that's not terribly old. So, let's call it you know, one in five buyers are coming in at those luxury price points. So, your your data set is going to be quite a bit smaller but it makes you wonder like if they're comparing two products and they've got one that's roll packed and one that's not do do they even care like or if it's the same product and one comes not compressed and one comes compressed are they even going to care or heck are they even going to know i mean the, the retailer the manufacturer the brand or the delivery guys or whoever could pop that thing let it Inflate and deliver it at the last minute, you know, do it in the back of the truck. I don't, I don't know if anybody cares as long as the product's good.
0: Well, okay, so play the game, right? I just sold you a $4,000 mattress and you're like, okay, cool. I'm going to have it. It's going to get delivered Wednesday. Wednesday comes, you open the door, bam, they bring in this box, they bring it into your room. I suppose part of this is the presentation, like they like warn you, okay, this is just so you know, it's really cool. Be there when your bed gets delivered. Because we're going to open it. You're going to get to see it. Like, you know, maybe there's a way to sell it as a cool thing, right? But um, I'm kind of with you. I don't know that I care as long as when I put it on my bed, it looks and feels like it did in the showroom. That's probably where my head would be. And and I think also if it had coils in it, they would need to explain to me why the coils weren't damaged, right? If it's roll packed, I'd be like, man, you like smushed all those coils. Like that would probably concern me. But maybe in the higher band, um, price band, maybe more of that's about the white glove experience where they want someone to come in and lay it out and set up all the stuff. And maybe it's more about that and, and mattress in a box doesn't really lend itself to that as much.
1: I'm interested in why you're interested in this now, because we've had these, we've talked about this trend since, gosh, 2012. Mm-hmm. You know, so here, here it is—a decade down the road, and we're revisiting this conversation. And you have a lot of questions about it. Okay, take me into your head. Why now?
0: Yeah, well, I, because you know, now that I, <laughs> now that I'm a merchant, right? So I think about this stuff a bit differently. And when you're asking questions to people and you get different answers, like like for different places you go. It just makes you wonder like, okay, so everyone's kind of got different thoughts about that. So that was a spike. Another one was I'm with a guy who I've been friends with. My family's been friends with for a long time and he, he manufactures a lot of stuff inside the industry and he was telling me about an item. I can't get into what it is, but like it's out in the market today and he can get, instead of 500 of them on a truck, he can get three times that many because of a new way he, you know configured the, the engineered the product. And I'm like, that's massive. Uh, that's a massive difference. Right. And so I just got to thinking about now more than ever. Right. So maybe that's why it's also peaking like cube on a truck space in a back room efficiencies. Everybody is going to be turning over every rock and every part of their company. And I think that, this is maybe one of those things where people might see an opportunity. And I'm just curious where everyone else's head is. And I think that people listening to this, hopefully they're going, yeah, you know what? I agree. Like there's a lot of questions. I'm not even sure about. So it'd be kind of cool if we had the answers.
1: And if you have the answers and you have some data you want to share, uh, drop us a note. I mean, you can you hop over to fam.news and you know, shoot us a text and we'll, You know, we'll give you our email addresses. Uh, We're always interested in chewing on some of that data. So maybe you do have some of the answers to these questions around uh, mattress in a box or box beds or however you want to put it these days.
0: Well, you know, and we're going to be doing a piece on this market. We we talked about it. I, I, I think you and I are lined up on this, but it'd be really cool to put together a real nice expose on it. Really, let's talk to foam suppliers and let's hear what they think about you know, the life of a mattress in a box and what they think um, the open by date should be. Let's talk to tips suppliers. Let's go to Culp and say, hey, if, hey, Jeff, hey, everybody, Christina, like, what are the things that like you guys think about and worry about? And as it relates to the fabrics, let's go to the box suppliers. Let's, let's literally pull the string out and get everyone kind of talking about it. If you're one of those people, um, or have any insights into it. You're a betting manufacturer, and you've run all those traps. We'd love to hear from you.
1: Quinn's a merchant now. <laughs> Quinn is a merchant now, and he's got different questions. He's hey, working on different problems and opportunities.
0: Okay, help us out. Help I'm, me help I'm, Quinn. I'm interested in all of it for all of us as a team. Now, if you know it all and you have all the answers, by all means, please share them with us, and we'll, we'll publish it for you. How's that? I like that. Hey, and,
1: uh, in the meantime, head over to fam.news, uh, make sure you're tapped in, uh, and subscribe. There's a big green button right up the top, right? It says subscribe. So make sure you're signed up. And as we publish the piece that Quinn's talking about this definitive guide, that's hopefully going to answer all of Quinn's questions and maybe all of yours, and at least be uh, a dot on the timeline for the evolution of mattress in a box, then make sure you subscribe. And, uh, Quinn, what else? Uh, Subscribe to the Fan Marketing Show. Subscribe Subscribe to our podcast.
0: The Fan Marketing Show and the podcast. And if you're listening to this, we always try to sign off this way. We appreciate you guys. Have a lot of love for this audience. Uh, Appreciate all of that. And listen, this is a campfire. We say it all the time. Please share it with friends, uh, with people that just came to work for you. And let them know what we're doing here. Um, They can scroll through the podcast feed, pick an episode that's relevant to them. I uh, share some of the other podcasts we have with some of the incredible talent uh, under the podcast section at fam.news. And uh, let's be part of the fam, be part of this community, and let's help us help each other get better and evolve into the next phase. I, you got a big face. What was that about? And as we uh, try to connect
1: with each other more and more, let's connect in Vegas. So we're going to be at Summer yeah. Market and coming up at the after, we'll send out an official invite, but it's going to be the afternoon of Sunday at Market come to the Englander showroom and we are going to do something special. Me and Quinn are going to be there. It's a fam meetup. Okay. So plan on it for Sunday afternoon at market fam meetup, and we'll take the online offline and we'll get some high fives. How about that?
2: Let's go. You can bounce on it. Oh. Oh. Yeah. What is a hot lid, it's like peanut butter jelly bounce by the ounce now we got it by the leader well you take a spring and you wrap it up
0: right you can sleep so smooth or bounce all night put the two together get a whole lot
2: more get the feel of the comfort core you can bounce on it lay back you don't have to grab Keeping it loose while keeping it tight We can make you sleep or play all night Put the two together, get a whole lot more Get the feel of a comfort core You can bounce on it oh. No stopping when the beat gets played back Springs keep it popping, foam keeps it laid back Party over here, get involved right. Is where the magic is. And we just killed a the song about, about mattresses oh!